Gunners and Ali. Gunners and Ali for breakfast. On the wave. Morning, Ali. Good morning. Welcome to Wednesday. We are finally here. That middle of the week kind of feeling. Slippery slope down into the weekend. By the way, Saturday, looking good. Okay. It looks like uh, the makers of Colonial Beer, I was watching TV last night, saw this story on Channel 7 News. They may be forced to come up with a new name for their product after somebody suddenly decided that the name was offensive and made a complaint. Now, apparently this has been going on for the last few months. Okay. Not really new, uh, but Colonial themselves, after receiving these complaints, is considering changing the name. You know what? I really like uh, Troy Burnell's point of view on this. He's a Southwest Indigenous tour operator. He said discussion around names and history is really positive. But he suggested, how about dual naming? Because there's so many suggestions for Australian streets and landmarks that reflect colonisation to be changed. But he said, you can look at the old name, but then look at the new as your way forward. And I thought that is very clever and forward thinking. Very progressive. Yeah, so good on you, Troy. I like that idea. Yeah, absolutely. It's the 17th of June, so let's check out what happened on this day. Barry Manilow, the American singer-songwriter, is 77. One of my fave songs of his is the Copacabana. I love it. Actually, the lyrics are a little sinister. But anyway, Jason Patrick is 54 today. Do you remember him in The Lost Boys? Did you ever watch that movie? Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, Jason Patrick, Diane Weiss. Great movie. You haven't watched it, have you? I have. What's it about? Vampires. Okay, then, you pass. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Well, you wait till Mum finds out, buddy. It was on this day in 1823 that Charles McIntosh patented the waterproof cloth he was to use in making raincoats. The Mac. The Mac. Return of the Mac. There it is. As opposed to the Big Mac. What about? It's Mac the Night. bum. Yeah. The Statue of Liberty arrived in New York via France on this day in 1885. In 1972, the Watergate scandal broke when five members of the Nixon re-election campaign were caught breaking into the offices of the Democratic's National Committee in the Watergate Hotel. Busted! <laughs> Hilarious. Hmm. And in 2006, Perth recorded its lowest temperature in more than 100 years when the city temp fell to negative 0.7 degrees. That's chilly. Apparently, a survey of hundreds of people from around Australia and overseas think that Perth needs a big draw card. It seems wherever you look around the world, there are iconic buildings and landmarks and the big tourist cities of the world. Of course, Paris has got the Eiffel Tower. There's the Burj Khalifa over in Dubai, uh, Empire State Building in New York. Sydney Opera House. Sydney Opera House. But Perth is lacking that one big thing. There is talk of a large structure... Uh, a building that celebrates Indigenous culture. That could be an idea. Okay, that's a nice idea. But you know what? I think we do have some landmarks. I mean, come on, you can't go past the Bell Tower. (laughs) Hello. Forgot the bell tower. How could you forget the bell tower? Also, Kings Park. That is a massive draw card to Perth. That is beautiful. There's also Yagan Memorial Park and Yagan Square, which is named after the famous Indigenous warrior Yagan. So go check all that out. And further down south, we have the Bustleton Jetty. We have the Cape Lewin Lighthouse. And there's the caves as well. I know they're more natural wonders, but, you know, if you look, there are things around. I think they're talking about a big draw card, like a big boomerang. Uh, Okay. Wasn't there talks of a big crab here in Mandurah? <laughs> Was there? Yeah, like a massive crab on the foreshore. Come and pose with the big crab. No, nope. yep, anyway. That needs a bit more workshopping. Okay. Anyway. <laughs>
Nice thought. The highly anticipated sequel to James Cameron's sci-fi blockbuster Avatar has finally resumed shooting in New Zealand. Producer John Landau said they will hire at least 400 New Zealanders to work on it and spend over 70 million in the next five months alone. Of course, filming had been shut down in March but was reopened after the country lifted all coronavirus restrictions besides international travel. The core cast of the original Avatar are all on contract, including Sam Worthington and Zoe Saldana. So Cameron's stars will be back in when it finally hits and Edith Falco and Vin Diesel will join the cast as well. It's hopefully set to hit cinemas on 18th of December this year. The iconic Penny Lane in Liverpool could be renamed due to a possible slavery connection. Some believe Penny refers to the 18th century slave trader James Penny, whereas a spokesperson for the International Slavery Museum said evidence is not conclusive and may be linked to the cost of a toll needed to cross the road. A penny. Well, somebody better let the Beatles know. Jimmy Kimmel has confirmed that he'll be producing and hosting the Emmys on September the 20th, which, if it goes ahead, will be the first major award show to air since the COVID-19 pandemic began. And get ready for a huge face-off. To celebrate Juneteenth in the US, which celebrates freedom from slavery, maestros Alicia Keys and John Legend are going to have the ultimate piano duel, which will take place as part of Versus TV, Instagram's live series on June 19th. Who do you think will win? Billy Joel. He's not involved. Elton John. Oh my gosh. My money's on Alicia Keys. Walking on sunshine before that from Katrina and the Waves. Won't be doing that today. No. Uh, in fact, a strong wind warning has been issued by the Bureau, so uh, watch out for some heavy winds. Maybe stay home, Netflix and chill. And might I add... We have been popping popcorn the wrong way, Gunners. <laughs> Is there new ways? You there? know how you can pop them in the microwave and you press 60 seconds or whatever and it's supposed to pop it in the bag? Yeah. Well, Aldi has revealed on their popcorn that they sell the right way to pop popcorn in the microwave with a tip for fluffier popcorn right there on the packet. The tip is to preheat your microwave for one minute with a cup of water. What does that do? Well, it helps humidify the microwave because you know how it works on water content to right, cook yeah. food. Therefore, the water helps the popcorn pop perfectly. Is that right? Yep. There's only one way to find out. I'm going to have to try it at home. Damn straight. Absolutely. Thanks there for you the go. tip. Thanks, Aldi. Do you want a hard word? Sure. How difficult? I guess as hard as the title suggests. Okay. So hard. Yesterday I said I was going to give you a doozy. Mm-hmm. And here it comes. Aliacious. 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 Okay, then. Is it resembling garlic or onion, especially in smell or taste? <laughs> <laughs> a group of plants that are known to have split leaves, whatever that is, and rocks carved by water over many years. Aliacious. I thought you might have put one in there with my name. It's, it's two L's. That's why I didn't do it. I like that. Okay, so give me my options again. Resembling garlic or onion, especially in smell or taste. No. A group of plants that are known to have split leaves or rocks that are carved by water over many years. I know that that's called something else, the carving of rocks over water. And because you said to me, whatever that is about B, I'm locking it in. You're trying to throw me. And it's B. She fell for it. Did I? She fell for it. Set a trap. <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact, A, resembling garlic or onion, especially in smell or taste. Oh, really? Aliacious. Okay, then. You got me. Got nothing to say. Got you a beauty today. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to be a doozy. Ali's Random Facts. So, you know, most mornings, Gunners, I don't really have breakfast. I have a couple of coffees and after I finish, I go and have my breakfast. 
Which is last night's dinner sometimes. Yeah, or I'll have a banana or a muesli bar or something like that. Yeah. And most of those days, my stomach makes that groaning sound. I've heard it many times. Because it's hungry. Uh-huh. But do you know what it's called, officially? Grumbleitis? Close. It's called a wamble. <laughs> a wamble? A wamble. Because you, your stomach's basically <laughs> crying out for food. It's wamble. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, it's called a wamble. Yours wambles all the time. You should feed it more often. It gets enough. It'll get what it's given. <laughs> listen live or listen whenever you want. Gunners and Alley Daily Podcast, 917thewave.com.au.